Welcome to the NOLA Podcast. I'm Rue. On this episode, we get down with singer and musician Big Chief Bo Dallas Jr., son of famed Mardi Gras Indian Bo Dallas of the Wild Magnolias Mardi Gras Indian Tribe. We talk about his new release, My Name is Bo, about Mardi Gras Indian traditions, and the challenge of filling the shoes and suit of his famous father. As always, Bugash has the interview. My man, take it away. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. What's going on? So, for those who don't know, because everybody should know, but some don't know, who is Bo Dallas Jr.? Talk about his history. Talk about his lineage. Talk about your impact. Well, I'm Bo Dallas Jr. from the Wild Magnolias, Mardi Gras Indians, and Funk Band. Um, I'm the son of the late Big Chief Bo Dallas, who started Mardi Gras Indians to be on wax. Uh, I took it over once he wound up getting ill uh, at passing away, so I took over the band and the Mardi Gras Indian. So, so, so talk about you have made a several products. So just talk about about this album. Uh, the new album is called My Name Is Bo. Uh, it's a two-sided album. One side is traditional Mardi Gras beat, and the other side is straight funk. But the other side is all of New Orleans. When I say it's all of New Orleans, I mean as far as we have radical, they have blues. They have jazz, they have funk, little hip hop. So it's a, it's a little of everything on my album right now. Well, you work with the great uh, Cyril Neville of the Neville Brothers on this record. How'd that come about? Well, Miss, I grew up under Cyril once I was traveling with my dad. And when I came my first album, Cyril came up to me and was like, hey, let me produce your next one and this, that, and the other. So when the time came back around for me to do another album, uh, I called him. You know, I was kind of nervous calling him, but I did call him. And once I called him, he was like excited about it. By the time that night came, I mean, he was sending me music, sending me lyrics. I was sending him lyrics and we just, we just clicked because I, uh, I have a song called Indian Blues and he had a song called Indian Blues. So what we did, we just kind of combined both of them and we made one song with it. And yeah, talk about the uh, the significance of the uh, the Mardi Gras Indians Black Maskin tradition. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, Black Maskin Indians are what some people call Mardi Gras Indians. You know, they come up with all kind of words right now, uh, titles. So, you know, Mardi Gras Indians started in the neighborhood because uh, we couldn't go on St. Charles, we couldn't go on Canal Street. So, it started in the central cities of New Orleans. Uh, and Mardi Gras Indians was for the older people who couldn't get off their porch to go see parades. So they went and started Mardi Gras Indians and brought the parades to the older people so they could see them on, their, you know, on Mardi Gras Day and enjoy themselves. Uh, as time processes, we just came more and more elaborate than back then. So right now, Mardi Gras Indians have came to be a whole turnaround for Mardi Gras. You know, so if it wasn't for Mardi Gras Indians, I, I truly think it won't be a Mardi Gras. Talk about, because, because what, what much of it is known for, for the song as well as the elaborate costumes and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about about the costumes? I mean, like the, the, the making of a suit, you know, with the, that process and what's that, the meaning behind that? Well, that process, when I say you have to love masking Indians, because if you don't, all the time you're sitting down sewing, not with your family because you're trying to finish up, these things is hours and hours worth of work. So, we sit down making these suits, deep, deep, stone by stone, that is something we, we, you have to love to do. Not just something that, oh, I want Mask Indian and I want to do it. But Mask Indian is, is 
12 hours worth of sewing. All right. When you travel around around the country and the world, for that matter, is is Bo Dallas Jr., son of the legendary Bo Dallas. What, what do people ask you about New Orleans? And in, and in turn, what do you tell them about New Orleans and about the, tra- the rich tradition that you belong to in the mask and Indian tradition? Well, the main thing people, <laughs> I think the funniest thing people ever ask about the Mardi Gras Indians is how we party. Like, you know, if somebody died, we have Mardi Gras Indians come out. That, that if there was a Mardi Gras Indian, we'll have them, we'll celebrate them by putting our suits on and stuff like that. Uh, so I think a lot of people in other cities and countries, they don't really understand us second line and all India's coming out for funerals so I think that's something different that they don't, really don't understand but with our tradition as masking a lot of people don't understand that we are out there for free you know we, we, we don't get paid to be on, on the streets and it's just a big free show and for everybody to enjoy themselves but for Indians to be out there to have a competition with these suits right now the heritage in the um of the Mardi Gras Indians and your father being such a, a major part of that. What is it that he left you with? I mean, to continue in the spirit of what would he started. Well, he left me some big old shoes to fill. That's for one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the that's a big thing. But at, at the same time, just like on my new album, I, I said that I'm not trying to take uh, feel his footsteps, but I'm trying to just make my own. So I'm just gonna try to carry on his name to keep it going, you know, as far as the music, as far as the Mardi Gras Indians, you know, keeping that going. Cause one day I have to get old and, and I'm gonna have to leave it with somebody. You know, it might be a younger person, it might be an older person. So whoever I feel as though that I have to leave it to, that's what, that's what it would have to be. So as far as him, he just left me with some big old shoes to fill as far as music wise, cause people have certain expectations of me. So I, like I said, for Mardi Gras, I did, people just look for the, the big suit you know because my dad was known for the big suit so i kind of took that over for the, the big suit too you know so he left big shoes all the way around the, around the board more of our session with big chief bo dallas jr after these brief messages this episode was brought to you in part by mr chill's first class cuts located at 2734 south carrollton avenue is the premier barbershop in the city of new orleans founded by the iconic wilbert mr chill wilson it continues to be the place where one can receive first class service so call today at 504-861-7530 to make an appointment mr chill's first class cuts continuing the tradition of excellence, service, and giving back to the community. Back to our interview with Big Chief Bo Dallas Jr. All right, so now, I mean, because you all are an uptown tribe crew gang, uh, what's the difference there? Because there, there are differences between the uptown style and the downtown style of making this. Well, yeah, we have a multiple, we have multiple styles. Uh, uptown, we wear scenery with beaded patches, you know, telling a story. Uh, downtown have creative arts, and we just call that, it's like a 3D. You know, they might have a, a horse, but the horse is beaded all the way around and it sticks out. Across the river, they, they have scenery, but they sequence these sceneries uh, or, or they are stone them or whatever but they don't use these like we use these so you know it, it's so many different things but all of them beautiful at the end of the day mm, so you're you're making a suit I mean with uh, the 
Woody Girl being, I guess, with COVID and whatnot, you know, it's kind of changed a lot of different things and whatnot. Or you're in the process of making a suit Yes, I'm in the process. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong, it's hard. Uh, because the last time I made a big old white suit, I only got to wear it one time. You know, because right after that, and when COVID really hit, so we canceled St. Joseph night, they canceled Super Sunday. Uh, so there's a lot of things that had to be canceled. So right now, it's kind of like an eerie feeling because the count's going right back up again. And so we don't know if they're going to cancel Mardi Gras again. You know, and like I said, in the beginning, these suits are not cheap. You know, these every year the feathers going up. Uh, we spending our time staying away from our families. You know, so we're trying to school, so we can't do little family functions, or we can't go out, and so we don't waste that time and can't, can't put the suits on like we're supposed to. You mentioned two things that I think are important in the um, in the Mexican Indian tradition: um, mm-hmm. Super Sunday and, and Saint Joseph's Day. For those who don't know. Talk a little bit about St. Joseph's Day as well as Super Sunday. What are they? Well, St. Joseph's Night is, well, St. Joseph's Day is a Catholic holiday. Well, St. Joseph's Night is when the Indians come out at nighttime. We can't hit the streets until darkness falls. And that St. Joseph's Night is like one of the roughest nights uh, ever because I'm telling you, your whole attitude changes. Uh, you be more on that warrior style when, when, when you come out St. Joseph's Night. Super Sunday is a big parade. If anybody have never saw uh, Mardi Gras Indians, you can see all Mardi Gras Indians on that that day because that's that's the day all of them come out all right so people come out you know there's food there's music there's the the showing of the suits it's kind of like that is that is that i mean for somebody for a lay person that's kind of what it is like uh that's what super sunday is right for and the different right, ones right. Different parts of town. right that's when all all the ones because you have three of them we have three super sundays we have one uptown one downtown and one across the river so all those is essential to have all the indians in one spot so what's the um what's the future of uh of, of this tradition as you see the cities changing neighborhoods changing and, and that kind of thing what do you see the future of the of this tradition. Um, I really don't see it changing. I know a lot of parts of New Orleans are changing, uh, but I don't think, as far as Indian wise, it's not going to change. Just because it, Mardi Gras Indians, it, it, it evolves. You can change certain things, but you can't never change the spirit of it. So it's not going to change. We're still going to be in the neighborhood, but we're still going to be all over and, and things like that. So I don't think the Mardi Gras Indians are going to change. It's just going to get bigger and better. A couple of quick We are and we're nearing the anniversary of, of Hurricane Katrina. What's your take on on just really post Katrina, just in general? Well, don't get me wrong. Katrina did change something as far as neighborhood, but it, it didn't change too much as Indians. You know, the year after Katrina, I mean, the year after Katrina, it just was like a big party coming out. And why I say that? Because a lot of people were more happy to see each other than them worrying about masking Indians. You know, I, I saw too many Indians crying and all happy to see each other. It wasn't really worrying about the soup wise. So, so it was to the point like, oh, uh, can I put it? A big party was not in the competition with. Like they wasn't really worrying about competition. Right. What is it that you're in, in, in the life of both Dollars Jr. that gives you life? meaning and purpose um my family for one that, that that's my life right there and for two you know indian indians been in my blood since i was born so that's two things like i can't stop from doing you know i can't um back up from that so i, I think like when i when i wake up in the morning that's two things that i'm looking forward to and finally new orleans is an amazing city with so much flavor what is uh both dollars recipe for an amazing life um 
less stress. <laughs> you know, I learned I learned that from I, I learned that one from my dad. You know, if anybody knew him, he did not stress out about nothing. I don't care what it was, what y'all was talking about. He did not stress out about nothing. Like that's one thing he did not pass away with was heart problems. Because one thing he, he didn't let them stress him out. You know, so I think that's the that's the main focus. Eat good and less stress. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, Bo. So I appreciate your time, and uh, you know we'll we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you so much. No problem. Take care. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Big Chief Bo Dallas Jr. You can check out his new album, My Name Is Bo, on iTunes. Please subscribe to get the next episode of the No Podcast. From Bugash, I'm Ru. Peace.